Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hello, uh, welcome to Brainwaves on 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. My name is Kaylin and I would like to begin today's show by acknowledging and paying my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I'm coming to you from today, land where we tell our stories and land where stories have been told by traditional owners for many years before us. I'd also like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and acknowledge all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders who may be listening in today. So today on Brainwaves, our guest is Jojo Phillips. Now, Jojo is a bipolar to non-binary woman. Jojo is also a very funny comedian and has written for the web series Moments of Clarity, which was produced with Screen Australia. She has performed her comedy at mental health events across Australia and speaks about her experience as a sex positive woman with bipolar 2. Now, before we get started today, I'm going to play you a little clip from some of Jo's stand up and I'm sure you'll enjoy it as much as I have. And before I play it, just a language warning. So I've been diagnosed with a few things over the years. Um, schizophrenia, schizoaffective, bipolar. It's known in psychiatry as the royal flush. <laughs> um, um, I'm bipolar too, which is shit, like most sequels. Uh, I did the maths the other day and I figured that in about 40 years I would have taken enough lithium to power a small electric car. <laughs> Funny stuff, Jojo. Um, welcome to Brainwaves. It's good to have you. Hi, thanks for having me. No worries. So I have heard, um, I've had a little bit of a listen to some of your stand-up online and you talk very freely about living with mental illness. When did you first start experiencing uh, mental health challenges? Um, Well, it's very difficult to put my finger on, but I have a very vivid memory of about being eight years old and learning about the planets. And we learned about the solar system and the universe and how big it was. And I remember going into the playground putting myself in an alcove and having a massive panic attack yeah um so I think that's my first memory of being mentally ill so this is very young yeah 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 and you've had some some obviously some challenges since then as well yeah so I was sectioned I don't know whether you call it sectioned over here no that's an interesting term what is that so section means put in a hospital under involuntarily okay yeah so I had an involuntary admission when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a major manic episode and it, I had psychosis as well. Um, so I was in there for three months um, and I've had various long episodes of depression since then. But I'm, I'm actually quite stable in the last year and I've gone back to working full time and it's quite exciting. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's right. really good to hear. Yeah, no, that's the, it's the good side of it. When we get onto that that recovery road, definitely makes a difference. Um, so yeah, I guess well th- that leads me into my next question then. So can you tell us a bit about what living with mental illness is like for you? Um, it's hard work. I think I would say. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a lot of self care stuff to do, and I'm working from home at the moment, which has been absolutely brilliant for me. Um, so, you know, I do yoga at my desk and I do meditation, I listen to white noise and, you know, I've got all my little tips and tricks that I use every day, but, um, sometimes you just wish you, you know, you could just zone out and watch a TV show and be absolutely fine. But, um, yeah, I think we have to work a bit hard on the normal people. Oh, absolutely. Yes. With all the, the self-care and, you know, our little toolbox of things to help us get through the day. Absolutely. Um, I asked this question to another comedian we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, so I'll ask you as well. Um, but given you know how we often see comedy that it connects us through it being so relatable, do you think mental illness can be funny, especially to those um, like yourself or even me who experiences mental health challenges? Yeah, well, I've actually performed at some mental health charity events across uh, Victoria. And I found that when I had an audience who related to my material, I got so much of a better response. Um, so I think, and I quite often get people coming up to me after my sets and going, you know, I'm bipolar or I have mental health problems and I really liked it. So I think, you know, mental health comedy is actually for people. that I've never had somebody say, you know, that was insensitive or, you know, that was triggering. I never get anything like that. Well, no, that's right. I, I know listening to um, some of your um, comedy myself, I was having a good chuckle along. And I think that's the thing when you can point funny at yourself. It's not just, um, I guess, uh, pointing funny at yourself or having a giggle at the whole thing, but it's also knowing that, you know, um, people actually talking about it as well. It feels like, you know, someone else gets you. And it's, I think that's a lot of the connection for me as well, listening to your comedy as well. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I think it's, it's very important to talk about it and especially in such a public forum when, yeah. Yeah, hi. And why do you like to talk about your mental health in your comedy? Um, because it's my experience. Um, comedy is very, very personal and they always say, write what you know, and bipolar is what I know, it's all I know. <laughs> makes perfect sense to me um so why do you think humor um is so important in our lives then uh I don't know I think it just gives us a respite from taking everything so seriously I think people take things very seriously generally these days especially online and um I think it gives people permission to listen to things that maybe things that they think but they'd never say um you know kind of some of the darker thoughts we have and things like that and I think it's very comforting for people to think oh god I'm not the only one yeah absolutely absolutely so would you say then that maybe working in comedy has helped you with your mental health uh, uh <laughs> or is that like a double-edged sword there <laughs> very much a double-edged sword um <laughs> I mean, gigging is quite difficult for me, you know, late nights, a lot of noise. I've actually got some, um, they're not sound cancelling headphones, they're workman's headphones. So, um, you know, you're supposed to be using them while you're on a tractor or something. So they, they block out all the noise from outside and they kind of cushion your ears. So I quite often sit in the green room, kind of listening to my white noise and kind of trying to zone out a bit. 
Um, but I mean, in a way, it's been good. You get a really good buzz and you've had a good gig and that's great. And obviously bad gigs are not so good. So do you feel like your peers in the comedy world are supportive of people with mental health challenges? Um, I mean, they are. I've had people tell me um, that maybe my material is a bit heavy. Um, I mean, not so much about me as a person, but me speaking about mental illness, you know, some people haven't been amazingly supportive. Um, But most promoters are really, really good. You know, I mean, quite often I can't stay and watch the show and they want you to stay and watch the show. So um, I'll be outside and smoking air and listen to white noise. Um, and yeah, and then they're all pretty accommodating to that. Some places more than others, but um, yeah, shout out to all the places that let me sit outside and listen to white noise. <laughs> it's so good that you know what to do for yourself, though. Like, even though like you're putting yourself in this position where you're doing comedy, you're standing up. I mean, this is all really, to me, it's like, I have anxiety just thinking about it um, and you know but you also know how to look after yourself so you can still do it and and it not affect you too much which I think is really awesome. Yeah it's it's good that I have ways of managing it um, yeah white noise has been uh, absolutely godsend I have an absolutely fantastic psychologist who's very into mindfulness so you know he teaches me a lot of relaxation techniques and things like that and yeah, so, yeah. Kirk Ratcliffe, shout out. <laughs> Always good to give a good psychologist a shout out, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so on that, last year was pretty brutal for a lot of people's mental health. And so what are some things that you've done to sort of help yourself stay well besides what you've already talked about, like, you know, the white noise and the wonderful psychologist that you have? Yeah, um, so, I mean, during lockdown, lockdown was difficult. I got really into, um, I did a lot of, home exercise I actually also got an infrared therapy device because um, outside of lockdown I used to go for a lot of saunas I find those uh, very very helpful for depression um, so I got a little infrared red light therapy device which is kind of like a sauna um, but that but that was really good in lockdown and I also have a little SAD lamp on my desk so I make sure oh, I'm getting cool. light, enough blue lights that's awesome yeah no I, I have uh, red lights in my room that I have because I get a lot of anxiety in the evenings like just before I go to bed and I have a, a red light in my room but I didn't know about the LED th- um, therapy I'll have to look into that it sounds really interesting oh yeah no it's great but um yeah red light's very very good anybody listening you don't have to have a fancy device you just need a red light no you? this is true this is true <laughs> oh, cool so yeah so you've talked about you know um the, i guess the white noise and 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 red light therapy or led red lights and things like that and your psychologist what about your social networks and friends and things like that uh, I have some really, really good, really supportive friends. I have some peers online that I speak to. Uh, so I used to go to a mental health support group called Grow, but um, the, the meetings go on for a couple of hours and that was a bit long for me. Um, so I went on some of the bipolar groups on Facebook and made friends there. So I have friends who I've never met and they're lovely and they really help me they relate to things I'm saying and help me out and I'm like am I manic I don't know if I'm manic they're really really good and I have a fantastic family and friends oh that's good good. yeah no I I love groups on Facebook I have a few of them for mental health for the same reasons and it definitely does help especially I think when you know we're in situations like lockdown where we just can't really reach out to friends it's good to be able to have people sort of like 
a keyboard away. Um, yeah. So you've got a show coming up for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Can you tell us about it and where people can see it? Yeah. Uh, so the show is called Bipolar Bitches from Babylon. Um, Love it. It's at, <laughs> thank you. Um, it's at the Leatherworks, which is a secret warehouse in Brunswick Peaks. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just up from Icaruti Pizza. Oh, wonderful. All right. And um, if you know where that is. And did you say, did you say the um, date? Did I miss that? I didn't say the dates. No, it's the tenth and the eleventh of April, and the seventeenth and the eighteenth of April, and it's at eight pm. Tickets are about fifteen dollars, but I'm offering a neurodiverse discount. So um, if you use the word neurodiverse at checkout, you'll get fifty percent off. Awesome, and I'll be sure to include that information um, in show notes as well, so people can access that too. Oh, um, brilliant! Yeah. Yeah. So for people who might be struggling with their mental health right now, what advice would you give them? Uh, I mean, always get help. I think even if you think it's hopeless, you know, there's always a better outcome than can be made. Um, Also, take online advice with a pinch of salt. I'm on some of the bipolar groups and I'll quite often go, hey, what about this medication? And people go, that was the worst thing you know that was really terrible for me and actually the people who have a bad experience tend to be very vocal so um it kind of skews the results the people who are having a good time don't leave comments um so that's why you have to be fairly careful when it comes to online advice um and yeah i think it's better always better to talk to your professionals first if you can but i know that's often very, very difficult and you can't get an appointment for a couple of weeks. And, oh, yeah, no. I feel for anybody who is being watched in the mental health system at the moment, my only advice is be as patient as you can, get on as many waiting lists as humanly possible and just get the help you need. Yeah, and I think that's really good advice about... Um... Uh, you know not taking advice on medication things like that from people online and as you say people who are going to have a negative experience are going to be the ones to speak loudest and it doesn't work the same for everybody so that's yeah really good advice there so Jojo you describe yourself as sex positive can you tell me a bit about what that is yeah so I think sex positive is all about approaching sex in a healthy way and that can be fairly difficult to navigate when you're bipolar or if you have trauma or anything like that that makes you hypersexual um so I mean I get hypersexual which just means that I'll be very um sexually active uh during that time I might think about but also it's tied in with my hypermania which means I'm very impulsive (laughs) at the same time so it's about managing that safely and kind of and I mean I'm I'm quite sex positive about it you know I I do go on tinder dates so i when i didn't have a partner i went on tinder dates and i had casual sex relationships um but i think i navigated that in a safer way than if i'd just been you know going to bars and meeting people and things like that you know i had people who i had a good connection with we weren't we weren't in a relationship but that fulfilled the need um which meant that i didn't do more risky behavior so um about managing that really Okay, so hypersexuality then, um, as you said, you know, you can have some sort of unsafe behaviours. What what sort of things do people have to look out for with that? Yeah, uh, 
I've been moving very quickly with people who maybe you don't particularly trust. I mean, I am a pretty good judge of character and I'm not the kind of person who will wait three dates before I have sex with somebody. Um, but I think kind of ignoring red flags and things like that, you know, if somebody starts being misogynist or you know um pushing you down or something like that then um you know if they're giving you signs that they're not a particularly good person and you don't want to give your body to them yeah um, no that's good advice that's good advice and would you say hypersexuality is something that is um more common with people with bipolar too or is there other you know areas where people might experience hypersexuality uh so hypersexuality is usually characterized during hypermania or mania mm-hmm. but People with PTSD, which I also have, I was kidnapped when I was 14. Um, but um, yeah, uh, people with PTSD can have it as well. Um, so it is something that affects a lot of people at a lot of different times. And as you know, even people who are diagnosed can experience mental health states. Um, so um, yeah, affects everybody, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really interesting because I actually didn't know much about hypersexuality myself. It isn't a term that I'd heard much of. And again, I think this comes back to your show in that you do talk about things that you know maybe others might not know about. So people are going to learn something new by coming along to your show. So that's really great. So is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners today before we wrap up? Um. No, well, maybe that if you come to the show, it is about mental health, but there's also some fairly dark and some triggering topics in there. So I wouldn't want to upset anybody. So um, I do talk about suicide a bit, not particularly graphically. Um, I talk about sex. Um, so definitely not a show for the under 18, <laughs> <laughs> but um, not too heavy. You know, there's not many personal stories. It's all very silly, you know, puns, one liners, and and silly things so um yes it's a it's a serious show but it's a very silly show at the same time oh that sounds wonderful hopefully um some of our listeners can get along and have a listen to you that sounds fantastic thank you so much for coming on the show today um it's been lovely having you and it's nice to meet you and if you can I i recommend everyone get out there and have a listen to um to jojo she's amazing thanks again all right thank you so much Thank you so much, Jojo, for coming on the show today and sharing your insight, story and your comedy with our listeners today. I have no doubt that people have found you as funny as I have. So thank you. Um, I'll also pop the details for Jo's upcoming show um, in our show notes today um, on the 3CR website, 3cr.org.au, where you can also find more of our shows. Um, and if you do listen in on Spotify, you can download our show there or wherever you download your 3CR podcast. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us, um, if you have something that that you would like to share or if you have any feedback or suggestions um, for future shows please email us at brainwaves at whirlways.org um, thanks everyone for listening today we hope you stay safe and we'll be back next wednesday at 5 p.m for another episode of brainwaves on 3cr you've been listening to a 3cr podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3cr in melbourne australia for more information go to allthews.3cr.org.au